0: So as I sit down to record this episode, the guy who is working on our home shows up and turns on this very loud noise. I don't even know what it's for. To be honest, he's doing some work on our roof um, or underneath our roof, something. I don't even know, but this is so timely for what I'm about to talk about, which is how to work from home and be productive, and these are the joys from working from home. So, (laughs) yeah, Um, in the last year, moms have faced many challenges when it comes to finding the balance of working outside the home and inside the home. When we went into quarantine, our workforce shut down. We either relocated or brought our workspace into our home space Or we were literally out of a job. Many women I've talked to lately are trying to find ways to go back to work and find affordable child care. It's definitely hard to create the boundaries of work and home. You might have had to make a makeshift office in the middle of your dining table and then you couldn't turn your work brain off. Not everyone has a dedicated space to work like a home office, or even if you did, if the littles are running around, you can't supervise if you are tucked away behind a closed door. How many of us had a little one interrupt a Zoom meeting? Do you remember on the episode with Jackie Dunlap when my little one crept up behind me during our interview and I was in the middle of talking about control. (laughs) Fun times, I tell you. Gosh, to be a parent right now. Now, I'm not saying dads didn't have to adjust because a lot did. But from what I've seen and experienced, moms were at more of a loss than fathers. According to the Department of Labor, 32% of working moms between the ages of 25 and 44 were out of work due to COVID-19 concerns compared to 12% of dads. That's huge. That's a 20% difference. What are your thoughts about this? Are you one of those moms? How about the moms who cut back on paid work and were at a loss financially? Our household tasks also increased because now we may not have childcare, schools were closed, and we had to up our cleaning game too. Now we are flat out exhausted. How many of you started sanitizing anything and everything daily? I'm going to raise my hand on that one. Well, if you are still listening, As we are defining what normal is, are you feeling discouraged lately? Are you taking on the weight of the world? Does it feel like there's just too much uncertainty and you are just taking things day by day? Guess what? That is okay. Sometimes all we can do is take it day by day when we don't know what's happening next or we have too much on our plates. As a woman and as a mother in the current events around the world, we are taking on extra things that were not planned and we have no sense of control over. I finally read the book Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy this month, and I will tell you that I wasn't really impressed with it. This book is about ways to stop procrastination and get more done in less time. Not saying it's not an interesting book, and it does have great concepts and strategies in it. I just had heard all of these things before, which may have come from this book. Who knows? There were also things I didn't agree with, one being that you can never be caught up and get all the things done. I don't agree with this at all. Time management is just that, managing your time well. You can get caught up on things if you just use the correct strategies that work for you. This is personal because nobody has the same priorities. I surveyed moms regarding work and life balance as of right now in the current state we are in. I want to answer the most common questions I received. How do you balance working from home and family? I got you. I can give you some great strategies and you can use what works best. How about that? So grab your morning cup and let's dive in. Welcome to Mama's Morning Cup Podcast. On this podcast, hang out with Quinn and guests Are also fellow mamas who will bring candid conversations covering the five pillars of inspiration, family, health, career, and books. Mama, we need to fill up our cups while juggling careers, our dreams, and a family. Mama's Morning Cup is a weekly podcast just for you to set your week up with intentional stories, joy, laughter, In a moment to yourself. My name is Quinn Minier and I'm the host of Mama's Morning Cup. I am a mama of a thousand kids that love to encourage and inspire fellow mamas and fill their cups with intention. You can find me most days wearing leggings and reading a good book. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to remind you that you are not alone in this journey we call motherhood. Go behind the scenes of my chaotic household that should be a reality show, my opinions and views of this world, and hear from other women who will inspire us through stories of inspiration, family, career, and their health journeys. This is Mama's Morning Cup. All right, so here are my go-to tips for work-from-home moms. Time blocking is going to be your friend. Use three blocks of time and adjust how many hours you need in each block. So you have your sacred, administrative, and focused time blocks. Color code your blocks and also write them down physically, even if you use a digital calendar. Writing things down assists with retaining the information. I have said this before in previous episodes, so this is a quick rundown. Set a reminder on your digital calendar or make sure to keep your calendar with your daily time blocks in front of you so you remember when each block comes up. Google Calendar is my go-to because it's simple and it can be synced to any device. You just have to use your Gmail account and it's free. Every time I say the word free, I think of that stupid commercial that says free, 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 free. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Y'all are the only people I talk to on a regular basis weekly that actually want to listen to me. Ha! So you get that little point there. Anyway. I recommend putting things in your digital calendar first and then copy to a paper planner. I have a simplified planner with the daily spreads, but any planner really would do. I think I got mine from Walmart for nine bucks or something. When you write down things, you are going to retain the information, I talked about the SAF model in another episode, clearing tolerations and create work-life balance. But quickly, sacred time will be your uncompromised time with family and for yourself. In that episode, I introduced a three-day challenge, which I have now turned into a free mini course that can be done over three days. If you want the exact steps, to this model, click the link in the show notes to get started. So pertaining to work. Administrative time is for checking emails. Depending on your job, this can be paperwork, social media marketing as related to work, so not for fun. Things that aren't necessarily money generating. Do not sit and check emails all day as they come in. You can set a dedicated AM time and a PM time just before clocking out for the day. The noise and notifications from receiving messages increases dopamine just like a slot machine. You do not need those problems all day and taking you away from focus time. So focus time is when you are deep into work mode, no distractions. I recommend if you don't need your phone during this time to use the airplane mode on your phone so you're not distracted. You can also silence notifications. This will vary depending on what you do for a living, but with remote work, this is the bulk of the time blocks. I typically schedule two to three hour time blocks for focus time before a break. In those time blocks, I also block out what tasks I will be working on. I make a dedicated plan so I know when the start and end times are. I also put buffer time in between tasks just to come up for air or if things run over like a Zoom meeting or something. If you have a work phone that is separate from your personal phone, turn off your personal phone unless you need it for emergencies. And in this case, you can just adjust it to vibrate. Check your personal messages at break time. Okay, so that was too funny that I am talking about turning off my personal cell phone when I'm working and I'm recording this and my phone rings because I forgot and my daughter was calling, so I had to push pause to answer it because my husband wants to know if I want lunch. (laughs) Oh my gosh, the joys of working from home. Anyway, like I was saying, ugh yes, turn off your phones. (laughs) I have now turned off my phone. Um, So diving back in here, the top three tasks during focus time should be in order based on which one is going to take the longest. Do the one that is going to take the longest first. Yes, first. This will produce a feeling of accomplishment and make the other tasks easier. This keeps the balance of your day, especially working from home. It's so easy to want to throw a load of laundry in or tidy up the house, but you really have to stay focused and keep the mindset of being at work. Laundry can be done before or after work, not during. It's easier to get distracted working from home, in my opinion, because you aren't working alongside people, and so you want to gravitate towards looking for communication or other things that aren't work-related. You can do this, but at a different time. Honestly, when I worked on a team in the office, I was distracted because we chatted all day, which does nothing for productivity at all. Working from home has its perks for sure. This is another point I want to make. Being a work-from-home mom is a tough balancing act, literally. Having a dedicated workspace that can be left alone when work is over and now you're jumping into home life is key. It's like we have to shift And shut our two roles off and on at times. And split the time if you have small children at home. Which brings me to my next point. Systems keep things in order for sure. Once you get the time blocking down and only schedule things within their respective block, it does get easier. Leave white space if you can. The next tip is to make a list the night before or early in the morning during your morning routine. List all of the things you need to do and put them in order of importance. Pick the top three and that's it. If laundry or mop the floor is in the top three and doing these tasks will make everything else easier or unnecessary, then go for it. Within your time blocks, if they don't make everything else easier and catching up on emails make things easier, add that to your top three. Your top three shouldn't be just busy work, but actual important tasks. These are the things that can't be delegated to someone else. Honestly, cleaning doesn't make it to my top three during my work hours ever. If it's clearing your desk, yes. Mopping floors, um, no. Having a clean desk and workspace helps minimize distraction and keeps your mind calm and clear. Who doesn't want that? Take breaks for at least 15 to 30 minutes, just like you would in the office. Please also schedule a real lunch break. This can be 30 to 60 minutes. But walk away from your work area and eat. You can't be productive when you're hungry and it's overwhelming when you feel as if you can't walk away from work just to eat. Also, please don't forget to get fresh air. On your break, open the door and step outside to get fresh air. This is key because you don't have the commute of driving to work. You aren't getting out as much during the day in most cases. So fresh air has health benefits and we don't have to suffer because we are working from home. One thing Eat That Frog talked about, and I learned this from my business mentor as well years ago, is that 20% of what you focus on is responsible for 80% of your results. The Pareto Principle. I don't know about you, but I never got this concept. Statistics in college was my least favorite class. Well, behind communication. And if you start throwing stats like this at me, it makes no sense. I just say focus on the top three priorities and whatever you missed today, put it in the top three tomorrow. Don't compromise your sacred time though. Another question I received was, how can I manage growing a business and working a full-time job? I got you on this too. Spend the bulk of your time focusing on your full-time job. Why? Because it's probably paying the bills. Schedule at least one hour each day focusing on your business or side hustle. Those hours add up. Again, make a list for the top three in your business so you are focusing on the right things. If you are able to afford a VA, virtual assistant, hire someone for a few hours each week that you can delegate those tasks to that you don't love. I myself don't have a VA yet, but trust me, it's on the list. I outsource other things or set them on automation. Automation is going to be your friend. Put your bills on automation if you can. Grocery shopping on curb or curbside pickup, um, scheduling social media, that can be automated too. Make things easier on yourself so this frees up your time to focus on the business you are building within that hour block. If you haven't already, go back and listen to my conversation with Jamie Troll, where we chatted about building a business and side hustle. And that's episode 21. I will link it in the show notes. Um, another question that was common in the survey was how to find time to spend with family. Mama. This goes back to your sacred time. The days you have off from work are sacred. This is where you schedule your family. That sounds bad, huh? Scheduling your family? Well, it's the truth. If you have kids who are involved in sports, activities, family events, and want to have a date night, that's sacred time and can only fit in those time blocks. Once you get the hang of keeping those time blocks, your family and friends will get used to the time that you have available. If you work during the day, keep all of your evenings free for family. Schedule a dinner time and sit at the table being present. We don't allow phones at our table. We talk to each other at this time. Make that a priority. Your family still needs you and wants to communicate with you about them and want your full attention. When seeking balance is all about how you want to spend your time and who you want to spend your time with. The last question I want to answer in this episode is how do I reach my financial goals in order to support my family? My answer is this. Have you written down your financial goal? If you have, great. If you haven't, do it now. Now, what steps do you need to take to reach that amount of money? Do you need to get another job because this one isn't cutting it? Do you need to cut back on spending Now, this could be a reason you feel as if you don't have enough money. You're spending too much on Amazon. I will raise my hand to this too. Because during the pandemic, I was ordering everything not only because of safety reasons, but also because I was filling a hole of not being able to go out into the world and do my favorite target runs. Look at how much you spent on necessities versus unnecessary items last month. Audit your bank statement. Print it out and use a highlighter for necessities and then another color for non-essentials. I mean, do we really need all of the subscriptions to streaming services? Think about it. If you truly aren't making enough money to cover everyday expenses, research each week part-time remote positions or look into becoming an Instacart shopper while the kids are at school or on your day off for a few hours temporarily. If you are building a business, check into affiliate links that you can promote to get extra income. Touch up your resume if you're going to be applying for a new position. Put yourself into action with the mindset that you are going to do what is necessary to reach your financial goals to support your family. Make a plan going back to the amount of money you need, not want, but actually need first. Let's chat briefly about mindset. You may feel like you are dropping the ball at home or with your job when you're working from home. I get that. I have felt this way too. Again, this comes back to mindset. Are you really dropping the ball or are you telling yourself that you're dropping the ball? What we put into our minds affects the actions that we take. Thoughts definitely have power. I encourage you to be mindful of your thoughts and actions. Are you holding onto fears and frustrations because of your mindset and perspective of things, or are they true? I am curious about how many things you come up with. Let me know on social media. Send me a DM at Quinn underscore Brown, or you can literally type in my name, Quinn Menier. That's M-E-N-I-E-R, Instagram and find me. Well, I love answering questions that you all have for me. I hope that you find these answers helpful. I have more questions that I will answer in other episodes as I don't want to increase the overwhelm with information. If you want to ask questions and want me to answer them on the show, here are two ways you can do this. One send me a question via email at info at quinnminier.com. So that's info at quinn, Q-U-I-N-N-M-E-N-I-E-R.com. Or two, if it pertains to work and life balance, complete the survey in the show notes and I will be sure to answer your questions. Until next time, you've got this. This week, I am encouraging you to take it one day at a time and find the strategies and focus on your time blocks to balance out your weeks. Please, please share this episode with a friend or colleague that may need some tips on working from home. Share to social and tag hashtag Mama's Morning Cup. This helps other women and the show to grow organically. Thank you as always. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Mama's Morning Cup. I would love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. Head to MMC podcast link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. See you all next time.